Welcome to Revive Family Parenting in the 21st Century with researcher, author, lecturer, counselor, and coach Jeff Schott. Jeff has written Influential Parenting, a comprehensive program designed to help parents become important influencers in guiding their kids to success. He also wrote the book Going, Going, Gone about kids departing the faith they were raised in. Learn more about the program and the book at revivefamily.com. Welcome to Parenting in the 21st Century. I'm Jeff Schott, the founder of Revive Family, and Revive Family is all about connecting hearts. That's why I authored Influential Parenting, a program that helps us get in deeper with our kids. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that's essential if we're going to maintain, develop, and have deep, connected families. If we're going to be connected at a heart level rather than just going through the daily routine and trying to get all the boxes checked, all the things done that need to be done. How do we have those deeper relationships? How do we remain close as a family and not let things get in the way? So today's topic is discovering, understanding, and sharing our emotions. That may sound like an odd topic. Why would we need to discover our emotions? But as I work with families and kids across the country, I'm finding more and more that very few people have the ability to truly identify their feelings. Why is discovering our emotions vital to our families? Because the research into love and loneliness shows that when we are not sharing our deepest desires and feelings with one another, distance creeps into the relationship. And in fact, loneliness invades 60% of marriages today as a result of this. The same is true with our kids. When we're not sharing our deepest feelings and desires with our kids and they're not sharing theirs with us, the same distance creeps into the relationship. In fact, when this happens, what I've found is that whether it be in marriages or it be in the relationship with our kids, we come to understand each other less and less over time. It's counterintuitive. We might think because we've been with our kids or our spouse so long, we understand them very well. But the research into love and loneliness is clearly showing that the longer we're together, the less we understand each other often because we're not sharing our deepest feelings and desires with each other. We're not opening up. And as a result, things are changing. Our kids are getting older. They're looking at things differently, processing things differently. And oftentimes we've drawn conclusions about them and we haven't created this environment where we share our desires and feelings with each other. In a way, I see this as a tragedy, a tragedy because when I was doing the research with 3,500 kids, a vast majority of them felt like their parents didn't really understand them or know them, and they were very frustrated by the labels the parents had created for them. And so I can say without question that I'm seeing parents and kids lose connection, especially in the pre-adolescent years and early on in adolescence, so right around age 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, that's where I'm seeing parents lose this connection with their kid because neither side is truly sharing their deepest feelings and desires. So let's talk about our emotional awareness and whether we need to take some time to discover our feelings so that we're able to share them with our kids. So here's an example or a story that will help you assess how you are at 
identifying and understanding your own emotions. Many times when I talk with parents, what I'll hear from them is that they are experiencing frustration, a sense of not being respected, not being listened to. And at times, this can cause them to get frustrated, to get angry, to react, or to give up and to walk away and to go silent. In either case, it leads to greater distance in the relationship and less understanding of one another because we're not able to go beyond that. Because below frustration, below not feeling respected or listened to, are a cadre of other feelings. And so I want to share this story with you, which will help you be able to assess how are you at understanding your own feelings and being able to bring them up in a positive way and share them with your spouse or your kids. Every summer, we have families come for Revive Family Family Camp. And the families come, and there's a lot of interaction around the family, the culture, the relationships in the family, and a lot of things get put on the table. Uh, understanding is created, and hearts are reconnected as issues are resolved. Recently, we had a family come that had, a, I would say, a significant disconnect, as all the kids grew up with a very strong sense of being alone. And they had lived with it so long, in fact, they felt like they would be alone forever. And that, of course, was not the case, but that's kind of the conclusions they had all come to internally. As the week progressed, a lot of progress was made, and uh, there were a lot of tears and a lot of happiness that were born out of the understanding that came from those tears. But as the week went on, the conversation started to move towards the future. And in one of the family interaction times, the issue about dad and his focus on work came up. He was very focused on work, very focused on providing for his family, often, I think, because he felt inadequate at connecting with his kids, even his wife, emotionally. And so he focused a ton of his effort on work, believing that showed the kids how much he loved them. What came up in that time was how hurt the kids were by this and the fact that the work seemed to always take over. Even family vacation time was compromised by dad's work. And as a result of that, there was a discussion that began around this summer, would it be different? And could there be changes in the priorities of the family in terms of finances and spending so that dad didn't have to work so much? In the context of that discussion, some things went wrong. And as the kids shared their feelings, dad got defensive and began to push back a little. Some things were legitimate he was pushing back on, some uh, maybe not. But the way that was done because of the defensiveness left the kids feeling like it was where they were going back to where they had been before they even came. And it stirred up a lot of feelings. And so they pressed back and, and then dad pressed back. And finally, the kids just excused themselves politely and nicely, but they all got up and left the meeting. And that left me sitting there with the husband and wife. And as we talked about it, I had the opportunity to say, so what do you think happened? And he shared, and it was all top line. It was all factual. There was no recognition of what was really going on emotionally underneath what had gone wrong. So I asked him, so how do you feel about what happened? And he said, oh, I'm frustrated and I feel like nothing's ever going to change. 
And I'm like, no, but how do you, how did you feel when your daughter shared some of these things and your son shared some of these things? And he literally looked at me and said, I don't know. This is what I find so often when I'm talking with families and kids that they aren't identifying the feelings that are causing them to respond and to talk or react the way they are. And so I looked at him and I said, given some of the things that were said to you, this is probably how I'd be feeling as a father. I looked him in the eyes and said, I'd probably be feeling really misunderstood, confused, probably a bit hurt, maybe like there's no hope, and definitely like I'm a failure as a father. And as I finished that, you could see the emotional weight of all of those feelings hit him. And he said, how did you know? And I said, because I'm a father and I've been through the healing process and my heart's open and functioning now. And so I'm able to put myself in other people's places when I'm sitting here listening. And he goes, yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling. And then he managed to identify one or two other feelings. And so we talked about those for a bit and maybe why they were so strong and where they might have even stemmed from. But then I said, you know, this is the answer to all the communication problems that keep leading you all to end up feeling like four individuals living under one roof. This statement confused him because it didn't seem like much of an answer at all. And I said, you know, what would have totally changed that interaction is that as your daughter shared her feelings you took time to reflect and identified your own feelings as opposed to feeling hurt and defensive and pushing back. If you had been able to identify those feelings and say, I hear yours, this is kind of how I'm feeling. And so what I want you to do right now is go up to my office where your kids are. I want you to go in all by yourself and I want you to talk about and share those feelings with your kids and try and rehab the discussion about summer and how it would work. And it was amazing. He was scared to death. He was convinced it wouldn't go well. But finally, through some encouragement and some challenge, he finally went up those stairs, went into the office and sat down with his kids. About 45 minutes later, honestly, I'm getting nervous. This seems like it's been too long. And uh, his wife was nervous as well. But all of a sudden, the office door opened and he stuck his head out with a big smile on his face and gave two thumbs up. What had happened in there is is he shared his feelings. They understood him maybe for the first time. And they understood that he really did love them and that he was lost and feeling like a failure as a father. And that's part of what caused him to withdraw. And in that came this understanding, some sympathy, some compassion that flowed both directions, and this amazing plan emerged for the summer, and he was going to work significantly less the rest of the summer so that he could spend more time with the kids. What's the moral of the story here? Being able to interpret our emotions and to understand them and then communicate them in a positive way is absolutely critical to building deep, lasting, loving relationships where we understand each other and we don't grow distant and end up misunderstanding each other, which I find to be so common between kids and parents today. And frankly, in about 60% of marriages, according to everything I read on loneliness in our culture today, 
In a few minutes, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about how do we begin to discover our emotions? How do we identify them? How do we process them? How do we share them so that we can change the culture of 